0: be encouraged welcome to a podcast centered around being encouraged being an encouragement to someone and being encouraged replacing fear with unwavering trust i hope you are encouraged today by a message from michelle reynolds no matter what phase you are in in life you can be encouraged in christ Hi, you guys. Welcome back. Um, My prayer is that you all made it through Hurricane Laura and you are doing fine. I know that a lot of you didn't get power back until yesterday and some of you may not even have power back. And so I know that that's been a challenge in itself, just being in the house with no electricity for three and four days or more. So I'm definitely praying for you that those of you that do not have power yet. And I'm also praising God for the things that he has done, even in the midst of the storm. So, yeah, it's been a crazy year, but God is still good and he is still faithful. And I think that a lot of us have that hope in God. A lot of us have that confidence in God that he is faithful. And then there are people out there who don't have that hope, who don't have that reassurance that God is working on their behalf, even when things aren't going the way that they may have imagined or going the way that nobody would have imagined. Who would have thought that this would have been our 2020? But I definitely am praying for those who do not have that hope and those of us who do have that hope that we would have the boldness and the confidence to share that with others. But um that's not our topic for today. Our topic for today is what is your name? And I think that this stood out to me as I was reading through Genesis and just noticed how God was changing the names of people or how the emphasis on what a person's name meant was just constantly being brought to my mind. And I remember thinking back about a project that I did in high school. And honestly, I can't even remember if it was a project or if it was because I was trying to figure out a name for my daughter. I remember looking up the meaning of my name, looking up the origin and the meaning of Michelle. And back then, it had a significance but it really wasn't as significant as it is after me reading through the scripture and me actually growing in my relationship with God. So when I looked at my name, Michelle is a French feminine form of, and I want to pronounce this right, Michelle or Michael, whatever, without the A, but it's from the Hebrew name Michael, meaning who is like God. And, you know, uh, different people have interpretations. I think the French give it the meaning, a gift from God. And then the American meaning is close to God. But it's all centered around God. Back when I researched my name, I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. But I was a 16, 17-year-old kid who really didn't even understand who God was or what it meant to be like god but now as i read through scripture and i see how parents during biblical times name their children based on what they hoped their future would be like or what characteristics that they saw in their children that would determine what their future would be like or would be a dictation of what that person would become So as I was reading through scripture, again, I'm going to say, like, as I was reading through Genesis, I read 1 through 50. And throughout those chapters, I've seen God change the name of three people. But then I've also seen the names of people fit their nature, fit their character. And I sat back and I began to think, does Michelle fit me? I would like to say, and I pray this doesn't come off arrogant. I would like to say that now... As I'm seeking and growing in my relationship with God, my goal, my purpose, or what wakes me up every morning is that I strive to be like God. Now, I don't want to be God, but I do strive to take on his characteristics because I am his representative here on earth. We are his representatives here on earth, and we are supposed to represent who he is. So in order for me to be a representative of him, in order for me to properly represent who God is, then I must, one, know God. I must understand his character and then I must actually live out the things that he represents. I do pray that I am one who is like God. I do pray that I am a gift to God in the lives of those that he sent me in and I want to be close to God. So any version of my name it's great for me. It's great with me because it's all centered around God. And I think that's my goal in life. My I'm not going to say I think that's my goal in life. That is my goal in life, to be close to God, to be a gift from God in the life of those that God sends me into. And then to also be like God, to really treat people the way he would treat them, to love people the way he would love them. And Lord knows I'm far I'm far from where I need to be, but my goal is to be that much better every morning when I wake up. When I spend time in God's Word, when I spend time in prayer, anything in my life that I choose to do, the goal is for me to become a better representative of God here on Earth to fulfill the purpose and plan that he has for me. Even if I don't know what that purpose and plan is, I wake up every morning and say, okay, Lord, I'm being obedient. Tell me what you need me to do. Now, I haven't always been this way. Like I say, at one point, my name was not fitting. And I'm sure there are going to be other moments in my life where my name does not fit the acts or the behaviors or the thoughts that I may have or do but my overall life purpose is to be like God, is to strive to continue to every day be like God. So I really just want you all to think about that. What? Go look up the meaning of your name. See if the meaning of your name is similar to the characteristics or similar to the lifestyle that you live i guess that's the best way to put it look up the origin of your name and see what it says and really sit back and think about does this fit me the first person whose name that god changed in the bible was abram and he changed his name to abraham and it's in genesis chapter 17 and it starts with verse 5. it says well i'm gonna back up and go to verse 3. abram and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Cana where you now reside as a foreigner, I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. Up until this point, Abraham or Abram has been seeking and growing in his relationship with God basically, but he's still is not fully trusting God. He there are some things that God has promised him that he knows will come to pass, but he and his wife have decided to get ahead of God and making those things happen. Or getting ahead of God for protection. And we all know the story of Abraham. Abraham is the father of the faith. You know, he's this awesome rock star guy. But God changed his name because at one point his name did not match what God was doing in his life. At one point, who Abram was, was not the same person that God was moving into the place where he needed Abraham. And I think about my own name. Of course my name has not changed but God has been developing and molding me over time so that my name would match who I am or who I need to be at this point in my life. Another person whose name he's changed was sarah which is also abraham's wife and sarah was barren she couldn't have children but in verse 15 god also said to abraham as for sarah Sarai, your wife you are no longer to call her Sarai. her name will be sarah i will bless her and she will and give you a son by her i will bless her so that she will be the mother of nation kings of peoples will come from her. And at one point, Sarah was barren. She laughed at the fact that God said that he was going to bless her with a son in her old age. And instead, God changed her name to Sarah and blessed her anyway, even though she questioned that she could have kids. And I, and when I was reading this, I realized that Sarah was not questioning God's ability. She was questioning God's ability to do it through her. Like many of us do, I think that we fail to recognize who we are. We fail to recognize our worth to God and what he can do through us that we limit God's. Sarah now became the mother of nations. Her name changed from Sarah, baron, to being Sarah, the mother of nations, because God saw fit to change her name and to move her into another stage in her life, to bring her name to meet what he was doing in her life. Another person who God's changed is in Genesis 32, verse 28. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel saying it's because I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared. And so uh, something else that this just really struck out for me before I start talking about Jacob and his name being changed to Israel. But a lot of the places where Certain covenants or oaths or where people lived and raised their family had significant names. Their names was the names of a place or the name of a well was based on what occurred there and what God may have done in that place. So even the names of an area were significant because of the relationship with God or the the reaction or the action that took place. But that all had something to do with God's plan. God being at work. But okay, back to Jacob and his name being changed to Israel. When Jacob was born, he was a deceiver. A twin brother Esau came out first. Jacob pulled him back in. He was a heel grabber. He grabbed his brother, pulled him back in, and then Jacob came out first. So he was named for his character of being deceitful. All throughout his life, he did deceitful things. He took his brother birthright from him for a bowl of stew. He deceived his brother into blessing his father into blessing him instead of blessing his brother. After he was a deceiver, he went and lived with his uncle Laban, and he was deceived for twenty years. But after all of this, after he left and decided to strike out on his own and was headed to go and meet his brother, God has an encounter with Jacob, and he changes his name from Jacob to Israel, because Jacob was no longer a part of his character. His deceitfulness was no longer a part of his character. He had outgrown. He had grown in his relationship with God. God had done some things in his life up until this point, and he wasn't done yet. They required him to have a different name, required him to be recognized by his new character. The more I thought about this, I I don't wanna change my name, (laughs) y'all. I don't wanna change my name, but I actually had a conversation with a good friend of mine and I told her that I feel like I'm transitioning into this new person. Every day I wake up and even when I'm having a conversation with somebody or a group of people, it's like I'm standing outside of myself. I'm looking at this woman who is growing and developing, who is not the same girl that I knew a few weeks ago, a year ago, you know, years ago. I am totally, I'm a totally different person. And that scares me sometimes because I don't know this person. Every day I'm figuring myself out and I, um, I heard this quote or maybe it was in a song y'all i read so much and hear so much that i don't even remember no more where it comes from but a person once said that just because you knew me yesterday doesn't mean that you know me today every day we grow and we evolve and we change and especially when you're seeking god especially when you're seeking christ he reveals something to you every day that you seek him to help you move forward and to help you grow so every day or every morning or all the time when i spend time with god And I seek for him to show me something new that I'm supposed to apply to my life. He does. And when I apply those things, it's like this new person begins to be created and evolved moment by moment. And sometimes it catches me by surprise. Like in moments... Right now, where I know I'm just in a big transition, I feel like God has put me in this place of seclusion. I am normally an outgoing people person that I really just want to be around people. And over the past few months, and I don't, I, I can't even say that it's corona, I can't say that it's the virus. At one point, it was, at one point, it was like because we were forced to be at home, but now. It's just that I have come to enjoy this peace of just being in the presence of God and really just allowing it to be me and him. And I started to kind of feel bad because I was closing out people or I wasn't spending as much time as I normally would with people who I really enjoy spending time with. It's just that I'm in this season and I feel like God has me in seclusion And I really, I call my friend and she's also that person who just gives me spiritual truth. You know, she's that person where I can go to and just be honest and say, this is what I'm struggling with. Is that spiritual or is that arrogance? Is that pride? You know, and really just sit back and listen to her wisdom. I realized that I'm turning into this person who I am learning. And before I can really share this person with anybody else, or really fully give myself to other people, I think that I have to allow God to finish doing his work in me. So that way my name is befitting to my character or my character is befitting to my name. I'm not sure which way that's supposed to go, but I really am. I really am enjoying this journey of seeing God work in my life and really just stepping back and looking at this person that he's created to be more like him, to be more like God. So y'all just pray for me. (laughs) As I pray for you, you pray for me because God is definitely doing some things. And I don't understand what he's doing all the time, but I trust him. I trust him that he's going to continue his work in me. And he's going to continue to be exactly who he needs to be. And I'm going to catch up. (laughs) I know he's just waiting for me to come and say, okay, Michelle, let's go catch up. I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with just being where I am and, and allowing him to do his work and him move me when he's ready to move me. Okay, y'all. <laughs> That's really all I have to talk about. I pray that that was uh, not confusing and you actually got something from it because I don't know. It was just on my mind this morning. But if you haven't already, go and look up your name. See what God has to say about who you are and Go and spend time in his word and see who God is trying to create you and mold you into being. And enjoy the journey of transforming. Like this new life journey, being in relationship with God and really experiencing dying to self every day and being raised to new life is mind blowing. That's all I can say. So if you haven't just really surrendered and gave God the opportunity to blow your mind, do it. Give him the opportunity to show you he's better than anything that you can imagine. Okay, y'all, so I just kind of get all over the place, but I'm gonna go ahead and pray for us, and I'll talk to y'all next time. Father God, thank you so much. Thank you for just giving me joy in the morning. Thank you for waking me up and giving me the gift of life to just experience whatever it is that you have for me today. Lord, I pray that Every person that hears this message is safe from harm and protected, Father God. I pray that you continue to be a shield around your people. Lord, I pray that whatever else comes in 2020, we can still have hope in you and we can still trust in you that you are faithful and that you are working in the life of your people, even when it doesn't seem like it, Father God. Lord, thank you for my name. Thank you for giving it to my mother. And thank you for building my character to match my name. I pray that you continue to develop me and show me how to be like you. And I pray that you continue to show me how to share that love and that light with other people, Father God. And I pray the same for everybody that listens to this message. I pray that their name matches their character and that their character matches you, Father God, and what you represent. Lord, I thank you for being who you are. And I just pray that you continue to use me. Use me for whatever purpose you have, Father God, and strengthen me for the task. And just help me to just be obedient to you. Help me to have faith like Abraham. Help me to laugh at situations like Sarah, but to trust you always. And Father God, help me to wrestle, wrestle with you. Help me to wrestle with you and overcome. Help me to wrestle with people and overcome. Because during those times of adversity, Father God, you do something different. You give us a mark, a symbol that shows us that we have overcome. And Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope this message encourages you today. Please share and come back next week for another episode of Be Encouraged.